0: All right, Can candle in this bitch too? Let's do it. Let's, let's start this we talk off with a nice, nice little candle light. Episode six. We little joints by candlelight bam welcome back welcome back guys still no intro none no logo Someday. no intro <laughs> keeping it raw over here we already started a <laughs> second show and we have a we actually have a saying for the second show but not yeah how does that work we already that that just came naturally right at the end it was just like came off of, you know, yeah, the right? tip of my tongue um all right so we're back Back in Episode six of the Doobie Talk. We
1: are in the high-rise TV studios, Santa Fe Springs, California.
0: We got some uh, Ziki Farms today. Shout out Ziki, We got some, I think he said this was GDP. It's some kind of purple. It's pretty bomb. Super dense nugs, nice and frosty. We got an eighth of this one. And that's the Ziki, Ziki glue. So yeah, it's like they Gorilla yeah, Glue or something. That one um, smells, smells pretty like good too, so we got an eighth of that one. So we'll do a join, we'll of probably. Both. Yeah, we'll probably do a nice little join, a couple bowls. So, which is this one, uh, GP? This one's Girl Glue. GDP. 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 GDP, GDP is a straight yeah. indica, or is that a, a hybrid? I think it's a hybrid. The Girl Glue it's like is a hybrid, grand I mean, as well. Well. Master Kush and Ground Daddy Purple. I don't know, that's probably wrong, but. It sounds cool. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, Ooh, GDP is looking very... There's a lot of pee in that GD. Um, <laughs> Get a little bowl of this. Uh... God, you crack it, man. It just oh, be it smells so much better. So much stronger. It's one of the finer things in life. I know, a nice, freshly cracked nugget.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so... Well, you smoke that. We'll do the weekend
0: rundown. The weekend rundown. Um, what was your weekend looking like? So shipping orders this weekend. What did I do? Um, shit. What did I do? (laughs) Hello. What's up, Roger? Oh, Roger making an appearance. Come on in. (laughs) You need more Uh, stuff? Yeah, I'm I'm done. Okay. Uh, Uh, I'll go. You just want to, yeah? You want to just go on lunch? Okay, and then. Um, I told Nelson i to give you a bag when he gets back, Okay. so it's going to be for the apparel trap list, um, okay. and it's just all the easy designs and yeah. stuff like that. Cool. Thank Alrighty. Thank you. Um, that was Roger, he's our embroidery, embroidery extraordinaire. <laughs> okay, I remember what I did now. So Saturday I fucking just worked on taxes and all that fucking stupid bullshit. just got a fist like, in your day, ass. All day, just time. like, I'm about to. Just like going over all that fun stuff, and then uh, shipped out a bunch of orders. watched some UFC fights. Watch the UFC fights while I was shipping out the orders. Multitask. Bam. Um, fights were cool. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if you guys watch UFC. Oh but my god. Co-main event was kind of whack. It's like a weird mm. stoppage. That was some crazy. bullshit. Super whack. I, I had my DraftKings fucking killing it. And then I had four picks all over hundred points, and then going in, my last fight was the co-main event. And it fucking loses on the bullshit. So you bet if on. If he would have won, Weidman, Weidman. would have won. I probably would have won like at least a couple hundred to like a thousand bucks or something. Just... Same thing that happened with the and he was looking pick. good though, right? Was Weidman looking
1: good? I don't yeah, really he remember. was winning
0: the first round. I mean, it was it was it was, it was like close five, but okay. I, I, I think he was winning for sure.
1: So so is that so for the con- whatever for people who don't give a shit about UFC and have no idea what we're talking about the co-main event to this last fight it was this fucking like American dude versus this Dutch dude. Super sick fight, co-main event, and they're doing their thing. Dude, Chris Wideman is like former champ. He's kind of like taking the first round, correct? And it's then, the dude that
0: knocked Guy Anderson Silva for the first time. Yeah. If you guys are familiar with that. So
1: he was like champ and he's last lost his last two. And he's winning the first round against this other dude who's a bad motherfucker. And in the second round, they get in the clinch. And then the Dutch dude hits Chris Weidman with two knees to the head. And in, U, in UFC in specific states, if you have w- one hand, if you have one point, one hand or one knee down, you can't knee the dude. You, it's illegal to knee the dude who has one hand or one knee down and knee him, right, in the head? Mm-hmm. Or kick in the head. Something like that, yeah. So it's just very controversial where like... Can't knee a grounded opponent. Yeah. yeah, and that's like, depending on what commission, it depends on like how many hands are what on state the and yeah. Shoot. So whatever, this dude gets kneed in the fucking head. Fingertips very sus like fingertips on the ground like you can't Could've really tell way. you couldn't really tell unless you had like Optical fucking 8k zoom, you know yeah. from the right angle, so Dude goes down The doctor
0: ends the fight. They just call the fight, yeah. which is weird because it's a whole So the dude wins Even though like I don't know it was a it was a legal strike But it was like so close to looking illegal that they paused it and then when they paused it They just had to then stop Then the doctor steps in. It was a legal strike. And then it's, it's but it's like, car- white man is stupid because it's like, yeah, it was a knee, whatever, dude. Like, that dude has taken so many shots, so many harder shots. Like, he should have just got there back got. to fighting instead of fucking lollygagging and sitting around. Because that's when they start talking and figuring out what's going on, what do we do? If he was just like, I'm good at this fight, let's go back in, they would have restarted the fight. He's trying to buy time and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm sure he was hurt, but it probably wasn't as bad as he's making it seem to be. You know? And
1: like, how much of it has to do with the uh, New York State Athletic Commission? So basically, UFC was never allowed, or MMA was never allowed in new York, new York until this year. So they've had two or three. This is the third fight that they've had. I think so. It's been like MSG Brooklyn, and then this is uh, Buffalo. So the New York Athletic Commission is like very new to this, so they don't know how to handle a lot of it, a lot of this shit. So it's it's almost it's not on the UFC. It's it's on That's what's there. so
0: tricky with UFC. There's so many like variables that they can't control. Yeah. And that's like what hurts them in a lot of cases. You know, like mm-hmm. when they're wider, they're wider. When their fighter doesn't make weight or like yeah. he gets popped for steroids or gets just breaks his leg the night before the fire, like yeah, all these different fucking things months. that always happen. They spend millions of dollars on marketing, all this stuff, and then. Boom! Just like that, fights. You know, canceled. and they're putting
1: all their eggs into this dude as trying to to build him up to be the next superstar. And then you send him all over the world, and you just press all over the world, and you're promoting his fight for fucking three months. And da 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 da. And then the next thing, you know, he gets hurt in fucking practice two weeks before the fight. Yeah, and and they just spent yeah. how many millions of
0: dollars trying to promote this shit. That happens every, <laughs> almost every. Yeah, card. that was crazy. <laughs> like it's insane. It was super. It was, it was really so, interesting. That was crazy. The main event championship fight. Pretty much went the same way the first fight went. So it was a rematch. Daniel Cormier, Anthony Johnson, two, Um, same thing. Anthony Johnson kicked him in the face, first round, broke his nose. Daniel Cormier comes back, second round, takes him down, gets the back, chokes him out. That was insane. I did not super easy, and then he retired after. That was insane. And he's in probably in his prime right now, just killing it, and he just decided to hang hang it up and walk away. He's one of the most uh, exciting dudes. He's like in the yeah, sport. One of the he's the That he's, was that's a big blow to the UFC right there too. Like, because he's so. Marketable. Who do you have in the fucking division now? Like, who's gonna fight Cormier? Like, no one except for Jones. And he's who knows what's gonna happen with him. Like we're just talking about, they've spent tens of millions of dollars on this dude, and he hasn't shown up three times. So it's yeah. Like, and then everybody wants
1: to see Rumble versus John Jones. Yeah, no, that's out of the picture. And so now that's out of the picture. And like Rumbles, it's just exciting for the sport or for them to sell it to the mainstream. Like. So you watch this fight, and they show the they show like the frame grabs from like the exciting parts of this match, and it's literally and just knockout. Daniel Cormier on top of this dude, and then a photo of him from above. Like it's not exciting. Where what's exciting to the mainstream fans is photos of Rumble knockout. knocking some solutions. dude out, and then that photo going viral. Mm-hmm. Like the photo of DC on top of Rumble choking him out. Like nobody gives a shit about that. Nobody's gonna repost that. Yeah. Nobody cares except for his camp, maybe. You know, mm. coming from dude two dudes who do not do martial arts at all (laughs) just fans of this shit yeah we just watch it every now and then so but i have immense respect for these dudes and i used to hate that shit in the last couple years i've gotten into it learning about technique and the actual art behind it and it's it's almost more similar to fucking skateboarding than any other
0: sport when you think about it Mm -hmm. because it's it's like like you're in charge you're in control of yourself and shit you're not relying on a team or like other people to like yeah you can throw the right hand you can throw the left elbow you can do the hard flip like whatever you want to like throw like and then it's like like, i always say going
1: into skateboarding you go to a contest and it's like like i couldn't fucking do anything in tony hawk's video part but there's probably only a maybe a few tricks tony hawk could ever do in my video yeah or like you go to a contest and you have on the street course you have fucking tony trujillo who's like launching 20 foot gaps out of quarter pipes and then you have fucking Felipe Gustavo who's doing like nollie flip, front nose big spins down Hubble So it's hubble like such a wide. Like how do you compare that? How do you judge you know? that, how do you, yeah. It's like judging fucking like, you go ask people who, you know, who's your favorite rapper, everybody's gonna say something different. That was
0: like this weekend too, I, I went, when we were getting, I got Roger a car or whatever, helped him get a car, and the fucking dealership guy is kind of a character, and he was like, oh you skate, like. Yeah, I skate too. Like, no, you don't, bro. Like, yeah, you don't yeah, fucking skate, bro. That. Like, clearly this dude did not skate. He's like, I don't know, but he's just like, yeah. Like, what's your best trick? Like, what do you think your best trick was? And it's like, I don't fucking know. Like, what do you mean? What is my best trick? Like, whenever somebody asks that, you know that they don't skate. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, and you don't you know, actually funny, have an you can't answer to that. Judge what it is, like. I don't know i could do what's this but i can also fucking trip. do that like or, you know it's just how it do doesn't you make any sense yeah
1: that's like saying like you go up to a musician i don't know even know if this is a good analogy but you can go up to a, a musician and be like oh you play guitar bro what's your best chord <laughs> i'm pretty good at f a minor is pretty sick too i've been working on fucking g flat like <laughs> yeah. what like you could never ask that but yeah, just i don't know skateboarding is super interesting we should just do a whole other podcasts just 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 on skating and shit because we could could bore clips, fuck out of you guys yeah Yeah, or we could go back and like break down fucking old my enders or some shit you know like because you're it's cool you remember the specific day you remember who was on the
0: session you remember roughly how long it took that's what's dope about filming a video part it's just a timeline to look back on and you know like add a shitty little video part or whatever but it's going to be cool in like 30 years and I look back and I'm like fuck, I was 15, like, I'm running the waterbed with fucking Miles, and, like, this one, I'm fucking, we're in San Francisco with John, and it's just, like, all the yeah, different hummies and, like, crazy. all the different memories, and, like, we should do that, we it should, just, like, gives you an yeah. instant, like, flashback, almost, when you watch it. should break down, like, my video parts. For sure, we chair. should do Get yeah. Off, Off Me, too. We should do Get Off Me. Which was our video that we made, like, what, 10, 12 years ago or something, that was, like, 18, long-ass time ago, but... Um, yeah, so UFC fights and then Sunday just helped Roger, our embroidery guy, get a new car. He got himself a nice red shiny jet. Got him a shiny red Jetta. The uh, uh, car dealership guy was like super coked up. I don't know if he was, but it seemed like it. He was like on one and he would not shut the fuck up. Just like, yeah, like, oh, Weed Maps, like, yeah, my friend started Weed Maps and, uh, yeah, we went to this party, and Sean Merriman was there, and I almost got in a fight with him. But then Too Short was there, and I'm friends with Too Short. And Too Short was like, no, nah, that's cool, man. And then, like, I was with my wife, and my wife looks like Tila Tequila. And then, like, she was going to get in a fight with this guy. And then, like, and he's just like... And he's like, I have a boat. I have a uh, Harley Davidson. But I don't know really if I have my Harley. I my Kawasaki. But I have a house. Um, I'm opening two bur- bikini barista coffee shops. Um, I have a pizza parlor in Arizona. Um, I have a nail, like, just fucking going in. Just like... And I'm just like... What's the cool. like Cool, yeah. Like, where do I sign? What's the warranty? I don't, I don't give, give a wrong. shit. Get this going, sir. Sir, what are you selling here? <laughs> but uh, for sure, stick so to the like, script. Dude, three hours. Like oh a solid God. three hours at the dealership. But whatever, he got it. He was stoked. Drove off. Fucking came office. Worked a little bit, and then just kind of hung out that was uh that was your weekend that was my exciting weekend what Sick. about you oh, i got some weed too yeah Executive farms ziki dropped ziki off some through. weed over the weekend shout out ziki. Was cool. ziki shout out shelton
1: and the ziki boy <laughs> um what friday we shipped to like 10 Yep. and then uh saturday i feel like i just i don't remember man i feel like i did Oh, me and my chick, we did, we did like errands and shit in the morning and then we tried to go get fucking dim sum. We went to South Coast Plaza. Fucking two and a half hour Dude, wait. fuck South Coast Plaza. Two and a <laughs> half hour wait, bro. Yeah. We went the week before and it's the same restaurant but it's at Delamo Mall and we got in like five minutes. And like two and a half hour wait, we were like, suck it. So then we ended up and got some ramen that was like mediocre at best. Yeah. Um, over there off Bristol and then I came home and just like kicked it and I think I did some work I think I edited some weed photos usually for high standards <laughs> and then uh, I watched the fights and had a had a homie over and we did like a little fire pit and made some s'mores and fucking grilled up and I watched the fights he's not interested at all but um, is that Shane yeah and then uh, I was like trying to give him the storylines yeah. you know and he's just like not really interested yeah. at all there's always
0: that one homie you're like no, you don't understand, like, this dude knocks out everyone, this guy's never lost, like, they're gonna fight, they've been waiting to fight for a year, and they're just like, cool, dude, <laughs> they're just the like,
1: line's so like, crazy. fuck, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's a lot of skateboarders, too. Yeah. Like, I used to be that dude, until yeah. you really start getting insight and starting to respect, like, the arts. So that, and then Sunday, we skated, we kept it pretty mellow. Like, I've been helping Shane kind of move shit into his, his new apartment, like, little six-floor spot downtown Long Beach, it's like, on awesome. Ocean Boulevard, like... This building. Just give him the address, dude. Right? <laughs> it's uh, it's from 1921. The building oh, shit. and it's crazy. It's just like has like um, historical landmark plaques and shit everywhere. You can go on the roof. The Grand Prix, the Grand Prix was going on in Long Beach to this it was built by Colonel Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Colonel Sanders 1824, dude. So we watched like you, from his roof, you could see some of the Grand Prix, like the fucking cars. Oh, that's what you were watching. Yeah, it was crazy. So we went up there and smoked. I probably smoked like. 30 fucking spliffs yesterday <coughs> but we went skating a little bit um we skated this like little metal ledge outside of downtown <laughs> no, i saw the fakey five oh yeah i was just like just filmed a bunch of vlog shit like fakey front crooks fakey five oh fakey five oh shove like my homie did like a nollie flip front nose i'll put some of the footage right here put some clips it's not very exciting but we had a great time <coughs> and we just kicked it in chains and Hung out and like reorganized his shit and watched the sunset, smoking joints from his, his window, just like faces. The fucking it's yeah, so dope, cheap. dude. And uh then we hit Wingstop at like 11 <laughs> last stop night. Wingstop for the whole just team. Killed myself. <laughs> so hell yeah. So that was it. That's the weekend update. Nothing. The too exciting, wrap up. Exciting, but uh today I don't know. Do you have anything cool you want to? It looks like you got about? a lot to get into. So yeah, I, mean, I just, uh, we'll, we'll just uh, uh, spark this uh. I Zeke-y might have glue. like one or two points that I wanted to I got some Zeki glue. Um so. I gotta even before we start with my obnoxious page of bullshit, um wanna shout out to Carlos on YouTube for commenting and shout out Carlos. Um he posted a quote and it said it, kind of along the lines of what we were talking about in the last episode, but he posted a quote saying he likes this one saying "Strive for continuous improvement instead of per- perfection." That's dope. So it's just you're never gonna be perfect. It's never gonna be how you think it's gonna be. But as long as you're always trying to get better, then you're gonna improve. Um, and you're just gonna constant grow. improvement and yeah. just moving forward. That's a really good quote. And thank you, Carlos, for It's sharing Like building a house, this. you gotta lay one brick at a time. You're not gonna yeah. You know, There's no, a good quote. I'm going to probably end up talking about Kobe Bryant so much on this fucking... <laughs> I like him such not a dick rider of that dude, but like his work, work ethic is something that I've always looked up to, but yeah, he, he talks about like the, the old quote or whatever, I don't know if it's like a photo or... But it's just, you're not going to chop a tree down with one chop, you know? Like yeah. You got to just continually hack at this thing before the tree falls. Just day
0: in, day out, day in, day out, yeah, day in, day, day like, out, and then eventually the tree's going to fucking fall over. Or you can like visually picture that concept.
1: So that's a good way to look at that. But yes, shout out to Carlos. Appreciate it. Too. If you guys want to share anything with us, make sure to comment on the YouTube page. Drop Whatever. Whatevs. Start the <laughs> conversation. But um Whatevs. So yeah, I've been reading this book. I'm like about to be balls deep in it. I'm only like 40 50 pages in, so I'm just a tip right now. But <laughs> I'm only like 40 pages into it and I want to fucking reread it already. And it's Zero to One by Peter Thiel. Peter Thiel's like...
0: He's the investor, right?
1: Investor, early investor in Facebook, uh, co-founder of PayPal, investor in (laughs) SpaceX with Elon Musk. So he's just a fucking gangster. Like billionaire, sold all these companies for over a billion dollars. So it's basically just concepts. It says notes on startups and how to build the future. And it's it's just thought processes of... How these people think, and it's so fucking sick. It's it's not. It's very broad in their ideas, but I'll be that dude with the joint right now. <laughs> so uh, it's just it's just like ideas. Like when you want to start a company, like what valuable company is nobody building? Like that's what you want to do. You want to find a problem that all of us have, and you want to find a way to solve that problem. Right. And that's where you're gonna end up changing the world. And that's how you're gonna end up making money. Um, that's how you're going to be the next person to end up make, creating a Snapchat or Instagram That it's
0: not going where everybody else is going it's going where nobody's yeah. going Yeah. To, you know.
1: and like that's uh, I'm not sure if this is from Tools of Titan from one of the interviews but he, the one of the dudes was asked like, what is a question that you like to you know, ask people that you interview that come in to try to get a job with your corporation and it's like what ideas do you have that will change the world? Like change the way people think. Like how could you change the way people think? you know? So from there it goes into like, um, uh, perfect competition versus monopoly. So perfect competition is just, it's a, let's see. So like a non non monopolist exaggerate. So they're co- in a perfect competition. I'm like fucking going all over the place. <laughs> but basically there's your monopolies, which control everything. Right. They, they have a not, monop- they've monopolized that industry. And then you have perfect competition where there's a fuck ton of companies trying to compete with each other. So, um, a good example of that is the skating industry. It's, all these people have the same ideas, but they're just trying to do it a different way. And in the <coughs> skating industry right now, it's, it's hurting because you have a pie, and this is the pie right here, and you have to, here's all the fucking money in this that people are spending in skateboarding, all the consumers. You have a thousand fucking companies Everybody's only getting a tiny slice of the pie. Mm -hmm. Nobody can live off of that, you know? So everybody's competing so hard. So in those, in that way of business, people are trying to break it down to the smallest niche where it's like, here's an example. I want to start a skateboarding company for hippies that skate handrails, cool. Your fucking demographic is gonna be like twelve people. <laughs> like good luck making money. Yeah. You know? So when you're in that when you're you in this, think on a
0: broader scale than when that. you're in the
1: perfect competition, everybody's competing and they're having to find the tiniest little niche to fucking make money off of. They gotta it, capitalize on what that guy's not capitalizing exactly. On them, but that thing is only so small But your demographics it's so you don't have a huge here. market. There it's an intersection. <laughs> of various smaller markets. So you take these small markets and then you try to combine these tiny ones. Where monopolists, they take, they frame their markets as they union several markets. So for example, a monopoly would look to, like here's an example, a search engine combined with mobile phones combined with wearable, uh, being like a wearable item. Right. So like, like Snapchat Bluetooth glasses like or that, Bluetooth yeah. or whatever you know what I mean? So you're taking existing technologies and combining them in order to create something that's way bigger and broader for more people to use. Right, so, just because you could reach a wider audience. Exactly, yeah. and that's like the future, mm-hmm. you know? It's like combining,
0: going back to like a search engine with mobile phones and that And that just Wearable. goes back to really just improving on, it's like everything is pretty much taken from something else or like a lot of things are taken and then approved on, and mm-hmm. that's just, you know.
1: Exactly. How can we make it better? How can we make it more efficient? How can we make it save us time? Mm -hmm. You know, or another example of that is computers slash self-driving cars, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's creating two technologies to create a whole new industry. Yeah. You know, where you don't yeah, really have competitors, it, yeah. you know,
0: you're looking at Tesla. You're creating your own market almost, mm-hmm. like when you're the electric car, you know? Yeah. Now there's what, maybe a couple electric car brands?
1: Or look at what Elon Musk is doing, yeah.
0: With and e- now, now
1: he's like, fuck it, space. <laughs> like, SpaceX motherfucker. And like, what about, is it
0: in a... creating a completely different industry. Outside
1: of Reno, where he's built this like $6 billion facility to for all the uh, batteries.
0: Oh, I think I heard something about that, but I'm not too. Mild. And it's like
1: yeah. he's investing all this, like, hoping that you know they're not hoping, but he's just creating this, and he's just gonna steer humans into this, this realm yeah. of electric cars. Are they try,
0: Aren't they making some battery for your house or something, mm-hmm. and it's gonna like power your whole house for like? I've read that. For? I've read
1: that there's like different, uh, there's like different size ones. You know, there'd be like one the size of a jetty that you could take places. There's ones that are the size of your house where you can store energy, correct? Yeah, that's what it is. I don't so know. you could like have I'm not sure what. How so it's it looks. like you could have solar and you can like store it. Oh, uh, I see. I'm not 100% yeah. positive how this shit works. I'm obviously like 1 1 million the <laughs> intelligence of Elon Musk. But <laughs> but that that'll be fun to see how that shit pans out. Um these are just notes, so if they're coming out jumbled, it's because I didn't write them correctly. I just wrote, I just jotted shit down while I was reading this morning. Um, it says, in a perfect co- in perfect competition, a business is so focused on today's margins that it can't possibly plan for a long-term future. Because you're just in the moment creating. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like what we're doing with one of our hack companies. We're just, we know it's here for the time being mm. and we're just trying to capitalize on it as we can. Right. We're like, we know we have the margins, we know we have whatever and let's just do it. Like, mm. we know that in, a we year. know it's not gonna last. We know in a forever. year. We know that it's
0: always something new, and you yeah. need to be on the next thing, mm-hmm. not just stuck on the old thing. Exactly. If you try to hold on to something for too long, and that's not in the trend anymore. It's you got to be able to recognize that yeah, and realize that. You're and still move trying on to fucking sell and not get emotionally yeah. attached to something and want to hold on to it just because it's your baby and you like it. It's like you're not fucking selling any of that something that you can actually sell. Yeah, that's where like your ego
1: really gets in the way too. Yeah. Because you're like, I like 5950 new era fitted hats. And it's like, you could fucking like them all you want. You can have <laughs> the coolest collection and they might look good on you though, but you ain't gonna fucking make money selling new era fitteds, you know? Like yeah. you're gonna make money selling dad caps or adjustable one size fits all hats. You just have to- Whatever's popular at yeah. the time. Yeah. There's this concept of, of being like, Part of the crowd, but being able to think differently from the crowd, you know? Yeah. Like, you know how sometimes people are so unique, but they, they're, they like, so eccentric, and they're very unique. You can and tell they're that cool, they're different. And it's they're too different to where they can't relate to the crowd, and they don't know what the crowd is, is doing, you know? Like, some of those people, they, they might be, like, influencers, or it's super cool, but you have to understand how the masses think in order to... To be able to create certain products, or you have to understand. be able to understand industries. your market,
0: to know how mm-hmm. to market to it, exactly. You know what products to make for them and what they like, and how to, and where they're at, where their attention's at, and like, that goes back to like, is their attention on their phone, or is their attention on a billboard, is their attention in the newspaper, or is their attention on TV, or where is your market's attention, and then market to that. If it's if you're marketing to thirteen to eighteen, then Snapchat. Like if you're marketing eighteen to twenty five, Instagram. 18 to 40 up higher a little bit Facebook Facebook. like you know what I mean so it's like knowing where your market's at and knowing who your customer is yeah once you have that then you're set then you can
1: and truly understanding not and not what you want your customer base to be Mm -hmm. like what you that's awesome that's awesome
0: and yeah it's not yeah not good like not making things for yourself once you understand who your customer is and where they're at and how old they are and where they spend their time and put their attention then you can Use that to your strengths and advantage to develop products that they're gonna like even more, and and then once you do that, then you can market to them even more detailed because you know exactly who, the, who they are and where they're at. How much of that is interaction too? Like that's such a huge
1: thing on social media. Yeah, and that's huge too. Like
0: there's this like Shopify article like about two chains, and he sold like three million dollars worth of sweaters in two months, and he's like, like he had like a marketing team or whatever to do it, but it was like the first uh, the first job. They just put the stuff up. They've sold maybe like 30 grand or something like that. And then he's like, the next drop, they put up three images. They asked the customers which one they liked the best. And then they made that one. And that's like the little tweak. That's all they did differently. Maybe there's like some, something other oh, small little tweak, but that was the main thing that they changed. And then, how simple boom, is that? From literally doing that, then boom, now they know exactly what their customer wants. So 10,000 people voted for sweater A. 2,000 people voted for sweater B, so boom, they're running sweater A. So they did that with like three or four sweaters. They tested it before they actually marked, you know. And the,
1: the people are already
0: invested in it because they already, and they're like, they already commented. Oh, they're I want yeah. that. When does yeah. that drop?
1: And once you've already commented on it, you're like, I commented on that before. I feel like I have something to do with the production of that, yeah. so I want to go get it. Yeah, exactly. And it creates the engagement within the, his, his community, the 2 chains community yeah True. so he
0: did that and like and then boom as soon as they made that little tweak he sold three million dollars in like two months or something maybe it was more these numbers could be off but it's somewhere in that range crazy craziness like T- tell the story about uh the the paparazzi homie from like two years back I like okay so we used to work with this uh sales agency <clears throat> and there's a couple of brands oh, under the under this agency and one of the other brands was called uh, d9 reserve and they're like a like another 420 brand or whatever, they like a little higher end type of stuff. Um, so they were very smart about their marketing approach and what they did was give a paparazzi photographer friend of theirs a crew neck of theirs. So their products are like pretty wild. So they'll have crew necks with like four patches on the fucking sleeve and like two screen prints and fucking just like crazy shit. So this photographer, how is like wearing this crazy sweater and he's in downtown LA and he sees Kanye. So he's trying to take photos of Kanye because he's a fucking paparazzi, that's his job. And usually, you know, celebrities are like, fuck you, like, or I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, uh, I don't I'm know guessing that's what happens. Like, when I fucking, most of the time yeah. they're probably like, fuck you, maybe some of them are cool and they're like, pose, they're like, what up? I don't know, but fucking, so Kanye's actually like, yo, what's up? Where'd you get that sweater, homie? And then it's Kanye West, so there's like, within 10 seconds, there's 15 other people already taking photos. So now there's people taking photos of Kanye West pointing to this dude's sweater. So boom, just like that, TMZ happened to be there too, of course. So TMZ yeah. captures all this, gets onto TMZ the next morning or the next day or whenever the fuck it did. Forty thousand, they did forty thousand dollars in three hours in their online store. They sold like sold out of all their crew necks, all their hoodies. They like like killed it, just. Like three hours, just one placement on TMZ because Kanye West shouted out the photographer homie's crew neck.
1: How crazy is so that? That's like,
0: that's crazy. Like, so let's go back to the investment. What was the investment on that sweater? Maybe 50 bucks, 60 bucks, 100 bucks at the very most. And then what's the return on that? You know what I mean? Like craziness. Mm-hmm. So, so many different strategies, creative, like how you can get your, your brand in front of people or in front of like mainstream media or mainstream exposure like that and what mainstream exposure can really do for you. Like it's insane. Like some clients that we've worked with, like just seeing like what they, the like uh, the the exposure level that they have, like once you're in like the millions of followers and stuff like that, and it's like real followers, like the power you have on social media is really crazy. Like I've seen these, these like YouTube kids drop these Shopify stores and do like $150,000 in two days. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, does I've been that dude building happen? this brand for six years and this kid just does one shout-out and makes 200 grand overnight. Like, it's crazy. So, it's insane, man. It's If you can get your stuff onto these influencers that have legitimate followings and engagements, the return is, like, definitely there. If your shit... If it's, like, people can find your shit because
1: right, we've had... Hats on Miley Cyrus, but then yeah, that's a, that's a six, very good point. Seven hundred thousand followers
0: with <laughs> try seven million. Oh,
1: seven million. Yeah, excuse me. And uh yeah, like this full with holding hands with fucking Miley Cyrus and like paparazzi. Or it's on his Instagram, and he's wearing like a high rise hat, like a gas mm-hmm. hat. It's happened plenty of times where it doesn't. Shit doesn't we've had tons, tag.
0: not tons, but we've had. I mean, who knows? We've had a lot of celebrities wearing our shit, and we come across it. None of them shout us out. None of us tag us, and like cause a lot of times they get like our. Our dad hats that are just—they just have logos on them, and there's no branding on the, uh, there's no visible like high-rise bar anywhere. It's just like a weed leaf or, a, you know, a car or mm-hmm. whatever the fucking image is. So that's something to think about too. Like, how can you like branding? How can you add branding to your items? So when, when your, you know, customers are walking around with a hat on, they're not just seeing a weed leaf, but they have maybe your brand on the side or on the back, and you're getting that visibility. You know as well but that's something that <clears throat> we're kind of trying to implement a little mm-hmm. more is doing more like side hits and back hits and just for the fact that like it's happened so many times we've got so mr. many. much for example yeah that too
1: mr weedy we have our if you guys pay attention to this to this channel we have like mr weedy our mascot we have a big mascot a outfit, Weed, leaf, mascot, big weed yeah. leaf, dude we'll take him to like events or we'll take him to downtown la or venice or wherever have him go out like fuck with people or interview people with a microphone. And you can't walk more than five feet with this dude without 15 20 people coming up taking selfies. Let me get a selfie, like it's literally it's like a, walking around it's with great, fucking Tom great like, attention that, grab. Like yeah. it's just
0: instantly like, like with that last weed event we at, like it's cracking. There's people everywhere, people are smoking. There's 100 foot bongs, there's 20 foot blunts. like fucking wow it's lit and then it's like Mr. Weedy walks in cool nobody goes a oh, fuck everybody's turning and looking at Mr. Weedy instantly like it's just a six foot weed leaf like crazy looking weed leaf like bouncing around walking dude, through everybody wants everybody's a selfie like, with that? him everybody Look, wants a, I want snap a snapchat in. I want a selfie I want a photo so it's like yeah it's just it's
1: nuts <laughs> and then we're genius and we don't have any branding on this dude yeah and so that's we not, don't have a patch yeah. we don't have a logo there's not a fucking high-rise logo on this dude so we've probably gotten who thousands. knows how many thousands of fucking reposts of this
0: dude's selfies and everything? But we don't have a logo on him, so we're just fucking blowing it so hard. So now the next step is getting Mr. Weedy a branded costume or a branded headband or some kind of branded something that has our high rise bar or high rise image somewhere on it. So when he's at these events, walking around, people know that it's high rise. We've done a decent job of like branding it so people know he's associated with us. But if we had like a full on like. You know, like but it's tricky really too there, because you like, don't want to be fucking NASCAR yeah. either. But yeah, you don't want to fucking cover it in you know sponsorship. So we're gonna be creative about how we do it. Like maybe yeah. it's a headband, yeah. or maybe it's, it's like fucking tricky
1: for sure. Something, but yeah. So now that we just somehow ended up all the way over here, yeah, no, no, that weedy. Kinda, yeah. but yeah, there's just different ways to do <laughs> marketing and to to market your product. Like going back to getting your shit on a rapper or an influencer or something like that's one way. A lot of people just chase that. Yeah, A lot of people, that's just the lane that they try to be in,
0: and they're like, I... And it's like, people always, like, like, they seem like it's so hard, and it's, you already pick up your phone. If you're a fitness brand, go find a fucking fitness girl. Go find a personal trainer. Like, it's so fucking easy. If you're a skateboarding brand, go find skateboarders. If you're a fashion brand, go find fashion bloggers. If you're a fucking chef, go find cook. Like, just, yeah, you can whatever, send shit to like, people and you you'll could just find it so easily. You could just slide in their fucking DM. Like, if you don't know what that is, literally you could just send them a message, on, a message on Instagram like that. Like, give them some kind of value or incentive. Like, give them a discount code to use on your website so they push it. Give them free product, whatever you give them. They shout you out to their 30,000, 50,000, 100,000 followers and maybe five of those people order something from you. Maybe 10 do, maybe 15 Yeah, you'll be do. surprised,
1: man. I mean, you, you hear so many stories of people just, you got to try, just slide in that DM. And people do it to us all the time. And, and like set care, a budget you know? aside
0: for that. Once you kind of get, not like right away, but like once you kind of get things, you know, rolling, like set aside, you know, 500 bucks or whatever. Print 100 shirts or print 100 hats just to give away and That's allocate huge. them. So like set two hats, two hats, two hats, two hats, two hats, hat and a shirt, hat and a shirt, hat and a shirt, boom, I'm sending out 50 packages. I'm sending out 50 packages to accounts that have 40,000 or more followers. So boom, whatever that is, two million or something. So boom, just like that, your investment is 50 hats, maybe it's 300 bucks, 500 bucks, whatever, a couple hundred bucks, it's gonna get shouted out to two million people.
1: Yeah.
0: Your goal is to have 20 of those people order, 30 of those people order, 40 of those people order, you know what I mean? And then you're getting a ton of exposure and you're profiting if you do it correctly and get the right influencers doing it and like building long-term relationships with influencers too not just like one-time thing but like make it like yo you post my shit once a week and use my code and i'll give you 10 percent of the total sales at the end of the month and you know like we do this for the two girls one bong like they have their own individual code that they use and every month they get a check just for commissions that they've uh from the shout outs accrue from doing shout outs and stuff like that so it's like If you have a legitimate following like a legitimate engaged following you can do these shout outs and do you know these rep codes and affiliate codes and stuff like that and you know you could do pretty well with it if you know how to do it correctly so and then there's like
1: events where people will throw these little events for celebrities and and there's these companies that have these organized like where they'll hit up a bunch of other companies like hey we got fucking high rise and we got this lotion company and we got this other company do you want to come to this red carpet event and do the gift bags basically yeah that's you a good way up, to kind of get in yeah and then all see. these people will set up their little <clears throat> tents and the celebrities can walk by and you can like meet these people that are coming to these red light you know whether it's a you know b-roll, b-roll celebrities or c whatever yeah b-list celebrities but you can meet all these fucking influencers whether it's fucking nfl players or whatever <laughs> and you can go over there and you can meet other companies and you can collab and network and build relationships with these people and just yeah. by promoing out free shit to these people and then see where it goes from there
0: because like if you're in it for the long run it's like all about branding and you want to just get your stuff in front of as many eyes as possible so like we do a ton of promo for Highrise. we're so always giving stuff away <clears throat> um but i mean we see it you know we see it all over the place it's crazy like <laughs> Um, it's pretty
1: crazy. You go to the event. Yeah, like we'll see people. We were at Kush um, Stock a few weeks ago and we saw quite a few people who rolled up with high rise shit or we like saw them walking around with high rise shit and we like started talking to them and they come, we tell them to come by the booth and we just like kicked them down free gear yeah. just for rocking our shit. Just, yeah. Just for being a paying customer and coming and hanging out and chopping it up
0: with us. And that was like one point I had was like, if you're in business it's like giving back to your customers and like going above and beyond and like if you really give them that value then they're 10 times as likely to tell their friend about your business or or your company or what you know whatever you're mm-hmm. doing for sure um
1: so we're going to talk about this next quote this really interesting little <coughs> part of the book um so this dude's talking about he says Economists copied their mathematics from the work of 19th century physicists. They saw individuals and businesses as interchangeable atoms, not as unique creators. So I guess just going to like how they looked at how business was going to run in the future back then and that everything's just equal and maybe like wealth distribution and everything is even. And then... Nineteenth-century physicists uh, long-run equilibrium, a state which all energy is even, is evenly distributed, and everything comes to rest, aka the death of the universe. And then, in business, equilibrium means stasis, and stasis
0: means death. So, just going back to like and that's kind of just like, like not moving. That's just like yeah, once you kind of just go still. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's like constantly. And that's gotta just gotta be kind of in life. It's like yeah, you always want to be obviously progressing and moving forward and building and that goes back to laying the laying the you know one brick at a time or you know
1: yeah and it's almost like interesting because if like we just stay the way we are right now and we don't progress technologically and we just keep shitting out kids and babies and overpopulating and we're not moving forward and we're not finding ways to solve problems like ultimately is like right now like like, oh it's
0: just bomb fucking syria for no reason (laughs) you know current events yeah
1: um yeah, like we have to learn from our mistakes and move forward and progress, and yeah, otherwise, if we're just gonna continue just fucking bombing each other.
0: You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, it terror. Like, let's is put all this money end. into warheads that, you know, cost $500 million or whatever when look at our fucking country. You know what I mean? Just education,
1: too, yeah. You're like the future. You have to, like, educate kids and educate people, otherwise, we're fucked at the future, like pretty sad like i meet a lot of guys gonna run the country yeah i just meet like young kids from other countries and everybody's bilingual and everybody has a better sense of y- young kids have a better sense of what's going on here than like us adults do yeah and it's because m- more focus is on education in other countries than it is here and teaching them like valuable
0: information not just you know bullshit yeah oh that's a fucking deep one that's you know, another yeah yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Dude, I'm getting so high off <laughs> All right, so here's a quote um, Tolstoy from Anna Carina, Karenina. All happy families are like each unhappy family is unhappy in their own way. Uh, business is the opposite. And then Peter Thiel says business is the opposite. All happy companies are different. Each one earns a monopoly. By solving a unique problem, all failed companies are the same. They fail to escape competition pretty sick yeah, that's, pretty um, dope. that's it it's just solving a problem and trying to fucking solve solve a new problem it's for just anybody. giving
0: value you know like yeah. where can you add value to someone or where is there an area where you can give a service that's going to improve yeah. on someone or, or solve a problem that's not yeah. solved you know or creating something, you know, like you are saying earlier, combining the technologies to create something even, you know, larger. Even larger. And yeah. fucking, who knows? We're not saying that either of us are going to do any
1: of this shit. No, not but at all, yeah. Fuck, maybe one of you guys, you know, has yeah. a capability, and maybe you guys, there's just one missing link to connect in your guys' brain to fucking realize, like, oh shit, I know about this and I know about this. Let's put these motherfuckers together and, yeah, like, build point, something yeah. to change the world. Like, we're talking about this stuff, like, we don't fucking have the answers. You know, we're just trying to like get the discussion going yeah, yeah get the discussion going and maybe find one answer to one simple answer for our lives at a time just to get by but fuck maybe yeah. one of you guys has the ability to do something fucking amazing so that's kind of why why we're doing this too but now that I'm just stowing and
0: getting all <laughs> fucking
1: peace <laughs> of love like
0: so let's see I got to, you got anything? I had kind of like an interesting thing was uh so Netflix is spending $8 billion on content this year. Guess how much Amazon is spending? 30. 6.5. <laughs> oh my God, I was just yeah, shooting I for the fucking either, stars, yeah. dude. I wouldn't be surprised either. So what is it? So, so Netflix, Netflix is... Is 6? Netflix is eight point eight billion billion in content with their budget for this year. And, Amazon, and then Amazon six, is 6.5 6. Five six five. billion. So Damn. Amazon is slowly getting closer to Netflix and they're kind of going with the the same like model where it's like original content so they're putting mm-hmm. all this money into like original shows original movies original programming like whatever do you fuck with Amazon Obviously, Prime? I fuck with all of it like I have Hulu I have Amazon I have Netflix I have fucking YouTube I watch YouTube more than any of them yeah me right? too I, I have all the fucking I just have the Apple TV and it has all that shit LinkedIn or whatever yeah so it's like pretty cool but uh, but that's just a crazy statistic and like it's just crazy that this day and age, like, content is consumed so fucking fast. Like, you need to just be pumping shit out day in, day out. Like, you can't fucking miss a beat. Like, you can't just shoot for to just be, the, like, the hero content have some every time. Hard clockwork shit, because it's insane. People, you spend like, and it goes back to like skating. You spend like three years on a video part and upload it, and people are just like, "Cool, scroll down." You know what I mean? Next, like, what's next? Or they watch Dude, it, straight up. cool, that was dope. Next. There's 53,000 other ones right yeah. behind it, you know By the time mean? you like, get to the bottom of your feed, you like forgot. I can't remember shit anymore. I see all these fucking dope videos, and it's just like, it's so wait, hard. Who, who is that? You know what I mean? Because there's you so don't many of them anymore. That's, that's insane. And it's just the same thing with running a business. Like, just the rate that your content is consumed is so fast. Like, you not you need to not linger on your Instagram post or your Facebook post and be like, oh, like, I don't know, like... Blah blah blah. Like, because people minutes. are literally just gonna fucking look at your shit and they're gonna make the decision in the first half a the second. They're gonna be like, I fuck with this, I don't fuck with this. And they're gonna scroll up, they're gonna scroll down, or they're gonna like it or comment. Like, like you like, could spend 30 minutes on a post easily, like taking a photo and trying to figure out the filter. And, and how many it. times, sorry, cut out, but how many times have we fucking made this epic photo, like this dope oh, shit, and posted it, and it gets like 300 likes, and we spent like. Like fucking hundred bucks on it, and we fucking spent four hours on it, or like whatever, and we post it in like three hundred likes. And,
1: and then, then like and you'll bust shoot.
0: out your phone and just like shit out fucking a just post. post some bullshit, upload it, and it gets like fifteen hundred likes. And it's like cool, we wasted, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like it's like we all could shit sit just there, gets consumed yeah. so fast that you need to just. Be it's easy for us honest.
1: to sit there and spend thirty minutes on a post and writing a caption and trying to fucking set the right filter, but realistically, in that thirty minutes, we could just like. Sign on to HopperHQ.com and just set the whole fucking week's worth of posts mm-hmm. in that 30 minutes, and then you don't have to do shit the rest of the week, and you just saved yourself. Five and then, hours hey, here's a scheme. You know. I
0: guarantee somebody's probably gonna do this, but here's the, the scheme you that go. you can do. You can uh, so you can automate all your social media posts and stuff like that. So there's this website called Hopper, and you can just automate all your posts. So what you can do is just stack a ton of content. You can make a ton of memes, like do the math. So it's like, okay, you're gonna post three times a day, let's say times 365 days, whatever that is, like a thousand posts. So, okay, you need a thousand posts roughly to post three times a day. So create those thousand posts, automate a whole year's worth of shit, spend two, three weeks doing this, however long it takes you, automate a whole year's worth of shit and then just sit back and this is literally just gonna run itself while you're sitting on the couch. It's gonna be getting you followers, and your account's just gonna be growing as it's posting all this content. And you can come back to it a year later, and you're gonna have you know 60,000 followers, or yeah, 35,000 right. followers, or whatever. And then you can monetize it, and you know, Two weeks sell outs or sell merch or whatever. You know, whatever your niche is. You know, however you want to approach it. But it's crazy, like how easily you can just like build a page up with like very little work like mm-hmm. there's just they make it so easy like you can download templates you can write quotes like download the templates write your own fucking motivational quotes or your funny quotes or whatever it is repost other people's shit and give them credit boom there's an easy way to get content like there's all these easy there's just so much content flowing in and out mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at such a fast rate that you can kind of like manipulate some of that in your inv- in your advantage um, and then it comes back to like niche like so say you're a cat lover, you're like, cool, so focus all your attention on cat content and building up catmemes.com. And then once you have the 30,000 followers, you can make cat fucking t-shirts and sell them for $10 a pop and sell 100 t-shirts a week and make two or three grand a month and now you don't have to work at fucking Rite Aid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whatever. <clears throat> Not there's anything wrong with that, but just, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, or you can work at Rite Aid, scoop some ice cream, and make like three grand a month on the side. Yeah, or do both. You know? Yeah,
0: exactly. Okay. Exactly, yeah.
1: It just takes like a little bit of energy for the startup. Right. You know? Yeah. Like
0: setting it up. But it's just I, like I sound like a fucking old man, but Was What's Gucci, that, dude? Mr. Nelson? What's going on, boys? Up? Hey, can you give Roger the um already done, bro. You don't gotta yeah. say it. Beautiful. All the pearl trap embroidery stuff? Yes, Is sir. that what you're gonna say? That's yeah, what yeah. it is, baby. Yeah, is. <laughs> Nelson's on it. You're good. Back on the camera, baby. You're good. <laughs> it's
1: all good. We're just tricking Nelson to be on camera. And every time. Slowly, until he's like sitting down, has <laughs> half a conversation. He doesn't even know the camera's rolling.
0: And I will get him in here one time. Oh, I don't remember. What that was, was Nelson. He's our. What is he? Nelson's kind of our right hand man. So he just kind of does whatever needs to get done. So he does a lot of like driving and pickups and drop-offs and we're like 20-30 minutes from LA so he's always going to LA to like get hats or drop-off stuff or deal with our vendors or stuff like that. He helps us with our shipping sometimes. Um, Anything, bagging in Painting, tagging, bleaching, moving. <laughs> building, mm-hmm. really just all the loose ends. Um, he's kind of a right-hand man. Yeah, he kills it. Yeah. Mr. Weedy appearances here and there, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, listen to any good podcast this week
0: um, I listen to a little bit of Gary V um, what's his podcast called I've been listening to this new one called uh, Founder or on yeah let's see this right it's called <clears throat> Founder Founder Magazine Podcast and basically he just has all these like Fucking successful ass, like CEO people mm. and stuff like that. On interviews, them and it's pretty interesting. Uh, I was seeing that one a little bit. Uh, wow. and then I started reading that Tony Robbins wow. book a little. I read like maybe like one chapter or something. It was pretty good. I just got kind of tired, but I got to keep on It's just like super inspirational. Yeah, just like, I'm gonna fucking change your life, and I don't even know Tony Robbins <laughs> shit. <but laughs> Let's go typical <laughs> shit, but I don't know. Yeah, that's cool so far. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, that sounds yeah, cool. That know. book's
1: intimidating looking.
0: Yeah, because it's fucking
1: huge. Dude, it's, it's just so like, much information, ta-da, ta-da, and like, it's all like pretty like could be life changing information. Like if it yeah, can, if it apply to you. It's, so it's, it's like, definitely a
0: book you can't just read. What's it called? Zero to One, or no, that's your book. Yeah, I and mean, it's called Power of uh, like, Awaken the Giant awaken Within or something like that. crazy yeah. shit like that. Yeah. I just, I just, like you gotta, you gotta like. I don't know. If you're like laying on the couch reading it, you gotta, I don't know. It's hard to like take it in. You have to kind of like be like paying attention, like really like focused on it. It's it's, like a lot of like shit to absorb. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of shit to like take in. Yeah. It's like every page is just like so much shit. You're just like, whoa, like, (laughs) you know? It's kind of crazy. Yeah, like,
1: especially when you're faded and you're trying to read and like every line, you could break down. And sit there and think about each sentence for like twenty minutes. Yeah, especially when you're reading. Because that goes back to what you're kind of
0: saying, which is I was kind of thinking about is like, um, like taking in information, but you need time to let it like digest also. And like, I'm bad at that, so I just I'm constantly trying to take in shit and just like always like trying to think of shit or like just take in like Mm -hmm. listening to podcasts or listening Mm -hmm. to and I'm like listening to and watching so much shit that I'm Mm -hmm. not even digesting it Mm -hmm. because it's just getting all cluttered because it's so much shit. Whereas if I was just listening to some of it and then like, you know, cutting one or two out and like chilling and like thinking about it, like listening mm-hmm. to a podcast for three hours and then like, okay, I'm not gonna listen to anything else today. Yeah. And then the next day, like listen to one or, you know what I mean? Something like that, like kind of give yourself time to like actually think about what you're mm-hmm. listening to and like digest what you're, the information that you're like absorbing. It's like more useful, but that's like what I've been trying to do more. It's kinda like, like decompress. Exactly. Like kind of slow down and just like take it in. Mm-hmm and then like kind of apply it So of just like take it and take it in, and try to do it. like, you know, just yeah. like relax a little bit.
1: It's like Shetler always talks about creation versus consumption. Like you have to balance that. Yeah. You can't just always be like consuming, consuming, consuming and you can't always be creating. You got to find then the balance. You're not going to have the inspiration if you're constantly creating and you're not consuming
0: anything. Yeah. And, a lot, and then like you're saying too, a lot of times when you're doing the creating or you're doing one of the other, then the other one kind of comes and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Stony. Stony bologna. Doobie talk. Yeah, at that's its why it's
1: called Doobie talk. finest. <laughs> it slows down towards the end. Only one
0: joint. Zeke came through. Yeah. I might roll you another one for I got this big the... ass pack too. I might roll another one and for And you got the... fresh almonds in this bitch.
1: Yeah. Pitch. That almond sun chocolate cupboard. Wow. Um, she we loves. got a big couple weeks ahead of us. It's like, we got like, 420 coming up which is kind of
0: like our black friday here at high rise tv so yeah tons of content we're going to be pumping out doing a couple of videos a couple of photo shoots ton of new product just fucking hitting it hard stay tuned we're maybe just... we'll do something cool for our show next week i don't know maybe we'll like roll something crazy you're like yeah right. know. maybe we'll do something
1: so, stay tuned for that. We're about to drop a strain review of um, our good buddies at High Standard oh, yeah. hooked us up with um, a gram of nine, st- a gram of each of nine strains, that's set up on the right. But, yeah, uh, so, we smoked all that and didn't even think that we were gonna get high for some reason. Yeah. Like, we are like, yeah, right. let's <laughs> do a strain review, we got nine strains, we can fucking...
0: And then Nelson brought up one in, so
1: that was Yeah, while we are smoking. <laughs> And I didn't even, I wasn't, didn't think, I was like, oh, this would be easy. Yeah. Like, fucking After three the bong fifth ball, you're just like,
0: shit, this <laughs> is fucking intense. Like, three bong rips in. I was like, how are we going to finish this? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Powered through this. So that'll be an interesting upload. So stay tuned for that. That should be funny. Yeah, mac Dizzle's return. Mac Dizzle's. Finally, after six months of not smoking, she'll be back in action. So yeah. now that she's back, we're going to be doing a lot more, like, 420, like, I don't know. Just a lot more weed. Just more hijinks. We'll be back shit. in action. Just doing crazy shit. Kind of been on like standby for the last few months because it's like tough with her, her not being able to smoke. But it's about to be a uh, game back on. Yeah, <laughs> about to wreck her life. Yeah. So so we got um, a couple. We got a ton of cool uploads this month. So keep a lookout. Stay tuned. Um.
1: Let's see yeah. Anything else? Anything There's else? one more
0: like cool like quote cool or whatever, and it's like being cool don't pay the bills so it's like not about trying to like go and make a brand that's cool and that's about you and like this and that and like if you want to do that that's great but like go do something that you can make money at like go find a a niche or a problem that needs to be solved or find find something where you can you know make money at it don't go try to make like a crazy streetwear brand that's like i'm like so and it's just because you you want to look cool like that shit ain't gonna pay the fucking bills go find a fucking kitchen fucking sponge or something that you can sell on Amazon. You can sell 75 a day and make $2 a sponge, make 150 bucks a day and make, you know, four or five grand a month, you're fucking selling a sponge.
1: But not be cool. do your shit on the side. You know what's
0: cool is having four grand a month selling, fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: and then do your shit on the side Where you do your baby project, and you can nurture that shit, and you don't have to take money out of it. You can keep putting all the money in and in and in and do fun shit, and then building whatever it is, bigger and bigger and bigger, and you don't have to stress on it. Second, you start putting all your eggs into that basket, and you start stressing on it, and then you're relying on money, and then that's when shit starts getting frustrated, and you start trying to control shit, and never turns out good, I mean, for some people, you know, but just you can't... Everybody always wants to be the exception. Like, oh well, my shit. This is what he says in this book. He's like, everybody always wants to be the exception. Like, I'm gonna start this restaurant in this area, and it's this specific cuisine, and there's like no desire, there's no demand for it. And everybody's like, but I'm the exception.
0: I'm gonna make it work. Like, it's well, they good could to open have the up up a pizza restaurant, on the other hand, what's and up? And ki- then, like, they could open a pizza restaurant, on the other hand, and kill it. Exactly. Know? I'm here for my
1: daily interruption, real quick. It's like, semi important. What's up? I don't know if you're the answer, but um, hot, high desert hot box. Do you want a table in the 420 building, or in the regular building, or both?
0: Um, probably just the 420 building, right? Is that where more people are? Um, everyone's gonna be more cracking, I guess.
1: He says whichever one's more cracking. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Can we smoke? Wherever we can smoke, too. That's
0: good. Yeah, that's always Perfect. good. Well, like, dude, these weed events are so fucking stupid because it's always, like, 420 area and non-420 area. But people are just fucking smoking everywhere. Nobody gives a shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's right. like, cool, good luck with that. Good <laughs> luck enforcing that. Yeah, you have 30,000 people yeah. Good luck
1: trying to keep them yeah. smoking in one hey, area. Hey, don't
0: smoke weed at a weed-smoking event. Cool, let me get right on that, you know? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Um, but, yeah, I don't even know it's what we're talking about. It's all good. But, yeah, that's probably... Oh, that was probably an interesting episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how this one goes. I don't know. Um, Make sure to comment below. Yeah, thanks for watching. Ideas, comments, questions, whatever. Hit it fucking Let us below. know. And uh, thanks for tuning in thus far. We appreciate it. Um, we're oh, going to do... do another little like short thing. Like, oh. we're doing this other little segment that's going to be called On The Rise. And it's just going to be like five to ten minute videos just giving you guys tips and insight and value and just straight to the point point, no bullshit, you know, just trying to help you guys out. So keep a lookout for that. Those will be like quicker kind of uploads. We'll probably like one or two a week. And then, uh, we'll be back here next week on Monday, Monday, Wednesday, whatever day we upload this. (laughs) Um,
1: yeah. Thank you guys. Make sure to follow the high rise co on Instagram, follow high rise TV. Um, High Rise Aaron, Derek Fukuhara. Check the description below,
0: and uh, go to the High Rise. Go to what, the, what is your website? <laughs> <laughs> Thehighriseco.com. DoobieTalk, talk thirty percent off. Um, yeah, use to get thirty percent off word, that. shoe. all four twenty, we're gonna have a huge sale too. So um, save up for that. It'll be pretty lit.
1: Go to skatecom and use. The discount code Fuchs, Fooks F O O K S to get discounts on skateboarding equipment and apparel goods. The goods. Um, I have a pro model board that'll be out in like two weeks from now in
0: April. up on the wall. It'll so we'll there. get one of those up here sooner or later. Um, Check us out in Portland on the. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll be live. In uh, Irvine, <laughs> California. Yeah. Streaming. now. Take like our live show. Oh my God. Yeah. No, just. But keep, uh, but uh, thanks for watching. Thank you, guys, and make sure to subscribe. All the good shit and questions, comments. Thank you guys for all the thumbs yeah, up. Get us with it. We'll Much appreciated.
0: Help you out if we can. Alrighty. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Alrighty. Yeah. There, yeah, there you go. go. <laughs>